very hard on, on fitness and um, and the running game. That's what kind of led me to, to want this dream of being a, a racing driver. There's no point in time in anything except standards of excellence. We will deal with the Talton Cup if we're in it and we'll, we'll certainly give it every bit of respect. There's no feeling that beats playing for Ireland. My God, I'm going to do everything that is possible to bring us there. This is Sports Beat Extra. I'm chatting with the founder of the brilliant Tour de Munster ahead of its 23rd instalment later this year. But first, a deep dive into the League of Ireland First Division as we hear from the head coaches of Waterford and Wexford. I'm Sean Connolly, and this is Sports Beat Extra. Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. Approximately two and a half months after the face of Waterford Football Club changed, the Blues find themselves with breathing space in second position in the League of Ireland First Division, attempting to chase down a rampant Galway United side at the head of the table. As we sit in the middle of the mid-season break, I'm joined by Waterford head coach Keith Long to dissect the season to date. Keith, following the dream 7-1 start against Finn Harps, how would you assess your time in the South East so far? As you said, we haven't necessarily reeled in Galway um, you know the points differential is still the same as it was when when, when I came into the club um, we were 10 points behind Galway and that still remains at the midway point of the season so um, I've really enjoyed my, my, my time uh, at the club so far it's been you know refreshing it's been a really good environment uh, to work in There's some of the, the, the training facilities are, are, are top class um, some of the people in terms of operating beside and working beside, uh, you know, has has regenerated me in that sense. Working with you know different staff and and different coaches, uh, you know, being exposed to maybe different ideas on the game potentially, you know, and obviously trying to come into a club and put your stamp on things as as a man, you know, along with Alan Reynolds coming back to the club, you, you know, I think it was um, it was a clear statement from. From, from the football club as to, you know, where they want to go this season. And, you know, obviously our objective is to try and get promotion. Uh, we haven't, like I said, reeled in Galway um, in terms of points so far. Uh, some of our performances have been very good. Some of the margins uh, that we won games by have been, you know, have been good and and some of the performances we need to improve upon and I suppose that's the disappointing thing you, you know when you look back at the at the 13 games or so that I was in charge of um, you know we've lost two games back to back and one of them away to Galway and we didn't perform to our to our levels one of them at home to uh, to Wexford uh, after a Friday Monday Friday and at 3 3 p.m. You know, dead atmosphere in the stadium, the, the hot weather, the pitch wasn't, you know, wasn't being able to be watered at that particular time. So, you know, I'm not looking for excuses. You know, the bottom line is, you know, we've won a lot of games. Um, we've lost a couple since we came in and it's as you were in the table as such. So we've just got to focus on, on, on attacking the second half of the season, making sure that we're ready for whatever that throws at us and, and to make sure that we're performing at a high level week in week out in order to to prepare us hopefully you know at a minimum for for some playoff games is there still a firm belief in the camp that that deficit can be cut well well we have to think that way that's for sure um you, you know Galway have shown no signs of that uh, of weakness to date they've lost and drawn one game themselves lost one game themselves so you know they've been more or less um flawless so far this season and uh, but we can't focus on on Galway necessarily we can only focus on us um, getting better as a squad, trying to improve the squad, trying to get better individually, 
you know, players individually looking to improve their performances, to raise the bar, to raise their performance levels. And then collectively, you, you know, things will, 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 will improve as a result of that, as a team, the team collective will improve. So that's what we got to focus on. Um, we could still have to play Galway twice. We still have to play lots of other teams twice. So we can, like I said, we, we, we want to focus on our own performance, trying to improve and make those daily improvements on the training ground, make those improvements every Friday night when when we cross the white line. And, and, and really, obviously, our objective is to get out of this division. That's what we were tasked with when we were brought to the football club. And that still remains our objective. But, you, you know, we, we'll take nothing for granted. We'll, we'll be giving everything that we possibly can in every game to try and pick up maximum points every week. And let's see where that takes us. And I know that's a cliche, but really we got to focus on trying to be, become a better team. And uh, I think to be fair to the lads so far, um, you know, by and large, the, the, the squad have been excellent and they bought into that. When you speak about the squad, it's almost impossible not to mention Ronan Coughlin. 25 goals for the season, 23 under your tutelage. Is it just what you expect from him? Well, Ronan, Ronan is a Premier Division striker. So um, he, was, he, was, he, he was at Waterford FC when, when I arrived at the club. So it, it was really you know, reassuring uh, to know that you've got a, a striker of that quality in the building already. So, you know, credit to the club for being able to attract Ronan prior to my arrival. You know, since since we've arrived, obviously he's gone on on a, on a you know an amazing run of goals where he's shown his his Premier Division quality against you know first division opposition. So, um, I think Ronan's enjoying his football. He's enjoying enjoying a change of scenery, living in Waterford with his partner. You, you know. Um, he he he's he's a Limerick native, so he's he's used to you know life in a in a provincial town. So I think he really enjoys the Waterford lifestyle. I think he enjoys being in the in the city, um, enjoys uh, playing for the football club, the environment that we've tried to create, the environment, the facilities that we train in every day. It, it, it's it, it's you know it's a conducive to to performance. And Ronan has been exceptional in front of goal for us. Has been. You know, really good for the group in terms of his experience and his level-headedness. You know, and and again, when when we look to young players and, and our academy will be an important source of players as we move forward. Um, you know, they can look to a player like Ronan and see his his habits and behaviours, and um, you know, they can try and emulate that. And, you know, to become a top player, what what it takes to become a top player in this division and in this league. And next up on Friday, a trip to Cork against Cove Ramblers. Following an extensive break, is it simply just a case of rinse and repeat? Well, we've got to get, get ourselves back in. The boys have had a, will have a few days off. Uh, we're back in tomorrow, uh, Sunday, and, and we'll prepare the boys uh, throughout the course of the week. So um, some of them will have been away. Some of them you know, will spend time with their family at home, etc. And uh, it's good to, to reassess where we are at the mid, midway point. We, we have to re, re, reset some goals, have a look at some of the games that we, that are upcoming. Obviously, Cove is the is the next objective. You, you know, Cove, uh, the last time we played uh, in, in, in Cork, where it was a really tough game, we got ahead. We went 2-0 up in the game. We got ahead early and we scored two really good goals, mainly on the counter-attack. So, in transition, we scored some good goals, and uh, but after that, it was a slog. We had to we had to dig in, we had to fight tooth and nail, and um, 
in spite of beating Cove, I, I, I think it was five 0 recently in in the RSE. It'll be a completely different challenge down 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 in Cove, and uh, we got to be ready for that, and we've got to ensure that the boys come back uh, physically refreshed mentally refreshed, recharged and re-energised, ready to go and get them ready throughout the course of the week for a really tough challenge away to Cove. And finally, Keith, just to touch on the draw for the FAI Cup first round, your pit against non-league side St. Michael's, a very, very intriguing clash for the neutral, a very competitive side and one that you surely can't take lightly. Well, there's there's no doubt about it. It's a it's a great draw um, for St Michael's. It's a great draw for us um, because it's a it's a it's a local derby against a junior side, um, you know, in a neighbouring county, and and they're they're a proud club. They'll want to represent uh, their club well in in a prestigious competition, and um, we'll we'll be trying to do something similar. We'll take no, nothing for granted. Um, I'll be brutally honest with you, and this is this is this is where we're at. We're not good enough to to underestimate any team. We have to perform to our maximum every time we cross the white line, and that's the mentality that we have to have against every opposition. And we have to approach that every game with the same mentality. And if we do that, we can reach a high level of performance. That when bigger games and big games come around, that it becomes automatic. Performance becomes automatic. It's second nature, and we're trying to instill that in our training, how we train the players. How we work, how we operate, our, our, you know, our daily interactions with the players, we try and raise the bar in, in terms of, of, of performance. So St. Michael's are no different to, to Cove, no different to Galway or to other teams uh, that we face. Um, we've got to make sure that our performance and focus is correct. Uh, and if we do that, we, we give ourselves the best chance, the best opportunity to try and get results. Tracking sport across the southeast. Sports Beat Extra. Sticking with the League of Ireland and another side that have aspirations of promotion to the Premier Division, Wexford Football Club have enjoyed a season that has seen James Keddie's side establish themselves well and truly in the playoff discussion. Following a battling display against runaway leaders Galway at Ferry Carry Park last week, Wexford set three points off of Bray in the final playoff spot. I'm very pleased to welcome James Keddie to discuss his side's 2023 to date. James, your first year in the South East, how would you evaluate the season so far? Yeah, well, I think we're in the position we should be, Sean. Um, we've had we, early on the season we had a lot of injuries, um, and I think we've we've weathered the storm. We've you know we've we've been a little bit inconsistent, but um, the last few weeks we we found a little bit of consistency. Okay, we had a tough game against Galway there, but you know they they're four years, they're full time, and they're very physical and mentally strong. So. And we gave two bad goals away. But listen, I'm happy enough where we are. We're in touching distance of where we want to be at the end of the season. And keeping on that performance against Galway, while ultimately defeated, the performance was one of grit and determination. And that was the general consensus in supporters when they were leaving the ground. What was your takeaway from that 90 minutes of football? Well, like we, fair and so I was pretty happy with, um, with how we played our, uh, our work right. Um, I was disappointed, obviously, with the, the two goals we gave away. We worked all week on on uh, defending set plays, and listen, I keep saying that I have a very, very young team, and what you do get is you get sometimes they're 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 a little bit inconsistent, and that's where we have to. That's what we're working with at the moment. But you know, slowly that that they have improved as the season's gone on, and you know, league really starts now because we've 17 games left, and um. They're all pressure games because every three points is, is precious. And keeping on that topic and looking toward the resumption of football on Friday, 
you're preparing for an away trip to Finn Harps, which is ahead of a second away trip to Longford. Now, two sides that sit below you in the table. So how key do you feel the fortnight is going to be in terms of that resumption with those 17 games? I, I, I kind of look at it a little bit differently. Um, I just take every game, each game as it comes, Sean, you know. So um, Finn Harps, they, they had a decent win against Longford last week. Um, they're, they're up and down a little bit like ourselves, new squad. Um, they're full-time though as well. Um, so it's, I think the last time we played them, we should have beaten them easily. Um, we end up getting beaten 1-0 at home. Um and we had a draw, draw up in Finn, in Finn Park as well. So we know it's going to be a difficult game again. Um, but listen, we'll be going looking to, to, to win the game and, and get the three points. With yourselves, Harps, Longford, Bray, there's almost this little quartet of teams that all have aspirations toward those maybe fifth and sixth spots. It's, it's all very interesting in terms of the neutral and as a supporter of the League of Ireland to see that much competition for the playoff places in the first division, isn't it? It definitely is. Um, Bray, um, as you say, Longford, Finn Harps, um, three, three are out there every year. I mean, I, I definitely think three will still end up in the in the playoffs. So, yeah. um, you know, Tommy's a, he's a decent squad there as well. And they have that experience of being there every year as well. So, um, it's not, a, you know, I said it at the start of the season, I think, to you, Sean, I'd be disappointed if we're not in the playoffs. And that, that's been... Um, really honest you know um, I think we have enough in the squad to get there but again you need a little bit of luck along the way so I'm hoping that we don't have any injuries from now to the end of the season and lads perform at a little bit I'm expecting a little bit of higher level now from now to the end of the season especially from our experienced players like Eaton Boyle Connor Livingston Newey Douglas um, Dobbsy as well in fairness that Dobbsy's doing well all season so you know um, but that's what I'm looking for from now to the end of the season you speak about Aaron Dobbs in particular his May was quite impressive he had six goals in May and four against Kerry it was an impressive month for him wasn't it just how impressed have you been with him of late yeah it's very good Dobbs he's great attitude comes in always has a smile on his face um, in good form and I think he's enjoying uh, working with us as well so it does help um, and he's formed a decent partnership with Danny when we reverted back to a two up, up top as well so good communication between each other and um you know in fairness to his execution over the last month has been very good so pretty happy with Dobbs in fairness good good and finally a home draw in the FAI Cup first round against Avondale United are you targeting a strong run in the cup this year ah definitely listen it's the first time you um, you know I've been involved the last few years with different clubs and we've always had a premier team so I'm delighted with the draw and we'll do our homework on Avondale they've a great record in the FEI Intermediate Cup I don't think they've been as strong over the last couple of years so maybe they're rebuilding but we will give them the respect that they deserve and you know we'll, we'll, we'll take that game on its merits as well but it's always nice for the club and um, the fans of the club to um, to get a, a nice little uh, run in the cup Absolutely James a pleasure as always won't take any more of your time and the best of luck with the restart Sean I appreciate that thank you Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. The 23rd annual Tour de Monster charity cycle was officially launched last week in Down Syndrome Ireland's Cork branch. The annual cycle will see over 100 cyclists covering 600 kilometres across the six counties of Munster. Now I'm delighted to be joined by the founder of the tour, Paul Sheridan. Paul, I must ask to begin, how proud are you as we prepare for the 23rd instalment of the tour? 
that's a that's a great question. Um, unfortunately, I always have to answer that I don't do proud. Uh, I'm 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 very uh, happy. Uh, I am humbled by the support uh, that we've got over the twenty, the past twenty three years. Uh, it's a real privilege to do it, and and invariably a huge pleasure. And for those unaware, what is the driving force behind the tour? Um, I guess it, it was really about giving people the, the sense of achievement. Our emblem is a, is, is, is a cyclist with the arms raised in the air. Um, I fundamentally believe that that was something that everybody should experience, that sense of achievement, that it shouldn't be the preserve of the great Sonia Sullivan or the wonderful Sean Kelly, that it should be for everybody. Um, but I think it's much bigger than that now. It's, it's, it's about supporting people um, with Down syndrome uh, trying to give them the, the 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 wherewithal to achieve their full potential in life, and to make that as as good a life as possible. And you've mentioned Sean Kelly, obviously an Irish sporting legend. He was at the launch last weekend and is a key supporter of the annual event. Just how valuable is his contribution to what you're trying to achieve? Um, immeasurable, really. Um, Sean has been with the tour for the past 15, 16 years. He's done all four stages. So he, he isn't just a talisman who turns up for the for the photo calls. He cycles every kilometre of the tour and has done for the last 16 years. In the early years, he couldn't do it because uh, he was constrained by other things, other cycling obligations. But sure. for the past 16 years, he's cleared his calendar. Um, he's, he's not just a, a national legend. He's an international um Hero, uh, he is uh, he is the second greatest cyclist of all time, mm-hmm. um, only only behind uh, the, the the great Eddie Merckx. Um, so it, it's it's phenomenal that this country has produced uh, Sean Kelly, and that Sean Kelly still uh, is willing to come and cycle with uh, with plebs like myself for four days and to support a cause. Um, it, it brings out people, and it brings out the best in people. And what route can cyclists look forward to this year? Uh, we leave Cork on the Thursday morning over to, to Middleton up to Lismore. We, that's where we go into County Waterford and Tallow first, then Lismore. Uh, then up over the V, down to Clahean, up through Tipperary and Limerick and ultimately out to Killaloo in, uh, in County Tipperary. Uh, and then on the Thursday, we cross into Clare. We go through Ennis down to the, to, to the Tarbert Ferry take that over into North Kerry and we finish in Tralee that day. And on the Saturday, the Queen stage in cycling terms, we leave Tralee up over the Connor Pass, down to Dingle, back around by Milltown, Castle Main, into Killarney, and out of Killarney, up over Miles Gap and down to Kenmare. And on the final day, to, uh, at an easier 130-140 kilometre stage, <laughs> out of Kenmare, up over the Caha Pass, um, turn inland at uh, Ballylicky, up over the Pass of Caimane into Gugan Barra, then back into to Cork City, where the uh, the grand finale is the uh, the assault or the the uh, the ascent of Patrick's Hill, um, an absolutely iconic hill, um, regarded as undoable by an awful lot of people. Uh, we probably have the biggest number of cyclists attempting it uh, at any time. Um, you know, the Tour of Ireland went up it many, many years ago and uh, Lance Armstrong, I think, gave up after two attempts. Uh, so we, we'll do that as, as the finale. And um, it's, it's a fantastic occasion with so many people out cheering us. And, um, you know, loads of our friends in Down Syndrome Ireland, Munster branches, 
get out there and they're, they're waving their purple and shouting and cheering for us and it's very emotional. It's an absolutely grueling four days. I don't know how you do that. And tell me, can, can anybody participate in the tour? Yes, uh, essentially. And, uh, you know, people and journalists invariably use the word grueling. And, and you know, I, I have to dismiss that because okay. it's it's a real pleasure. And, you know, it would be grueling if you didn't train for it. But if you train, you know, the old saying that... Uh, fail to prepare then prepare to fail uh, we try to make sure that everybody is very well prepared physically and even mentally for this uh, for, for this test of endurance and we have very very few um, people who withdraw during the tour tell me about the proud association with Munster Rugby oh yeah well we, we, we have a great association going back a long time with Munster Rugby uh, our president, well, he he has um, Jerry Murray. It's Conor Murray's father. He's he, he's uh, he's no longer the president of the Tour de Munster, but was for very many years. And back in about 2013, he got Peter Mahoney, Simon Zebo, and uh, and his son to to launch the the tour in April. And they went on. Uh, two of them went on to become Lions, international caps, uh, plenty of silverware, and even more this year. You know, with a Grand Slam for uh, for Conor and Peter. Um, so it's it's been phenomenal. Ronan O'Gara started a year or two beforehand. He uh, he gave us a dig out. Um, David Wallace has helped us with the with with aspects of it. Mick Galway was was helpful in the past. So we, we for a long time reckon that anybody in Munster Rugby who helps us goes on to uh, to great things. Now, unfortunately, this year, or well, fortunately, we were chosen as an official charity partner. And on the day we had a photo call for that was uh, was March 24th, and John Klein, John Hodnett, and um, Paddy um, Patterson were, were the official uh, players who nominated or cooperating with the photo call. And sadly, the following day, they got hammered by Glasgow Warriors in Thorman Park. So I thought the, the, the theory that Munster rugby players uh, who help us go on to greatness was, uh, was all of a sudden, it was shattered. But thankfully, they won six games on the bounce all the way from home and came home with the URC from uh, Cup from South Africa a couple of weeks ago. So um, my faith in world order is restored. And uh, John Klein, uh, in fact, John Hodnett was man of the match that day in, uh, in South Africa. So my faith is fully restored. That's fantastic. And when does action get away for the 2023 installment? So it starts on the 10th of August, Thursday the 10th of August. We will uh, depart from the uh, the English market on the Grand Parade in Cork. So, you know, the Tour de France talks about the Grand Depart and we have the Grand Parade for our Grand Depart. Uh, we will leave uh, about 9.30 in the morning from the English market and uh, we'll be out the gap to all the, the, the various places. We'll be in this more at about 12 o'clock in the day, and we always have a fantastic turnout of people in Lismore. The people from Waterford City go over to, to meet us, but the, the locals, invariably led by a lady called Sandra Willoughby. Um, the, the, the Sandra has been a, a human dynamo in that part of the world for us for years. She's a parent of, uh, of a young adult, uh, Rachel, with Down syndrome. And um, Sandra and her family are just uh, fantastic in the, the support they give us and the the amount of people that turn out in Lismore, the fire brigade invariably brings us in, and uh, Lismore is and the locality have been incredibly generous with their contributions to the bucket shakers that inv- accompany the tour. And from there, where would somebody go if they wanted to learn more? 
Uh, there's a website, www.tourdemonster.com. Uh, they'll pick up an email address there and they can contact me if they're, if they're serious about participating this year. It's, uh, it's officially full. But any of your listeners who are serious about it, uh, we'll make an exception. And um, all they have to do is say to Sean sent me and I will be delighted to talk to them. Well, there we go. You can't get much better than that. And the very best of luck to you. Look forward to touching base in the future. It was fantastic talking, Paul. Thanks very much, Sean. Tracking sport across the southeast. Sports Beat Extra. And just like that, another show is in the books as we prepare for the restart of domestic football and the start of the annual Tour de Munster. Keep your messages coming through our socials and your emails to sport at beat102103.com. Beat Anthems is on the way after this one final message for all of you brilliant clubs across the region. Club Focus with Eco Solar Energy. The solar experts you can rely on. Make the cleaner choice. EcoSolarEnergy.ie Tell me, do you fancy winning a grand for your club? If so, listen up. Each month, I visit a club in the region and I give them a chance to take their place in the limelight. That lucky club will feature on air, online and across all of our socials. At the end of the 12 months, one of the lucky clubs will bag themselves €1,000 bursary, with the winning club chosen through a public vote. Club Focus is part of Beat's ongoing commitment to support the work that local clubs do, while also celebrating the positive impact that you all have on your local communities. So if you want to get your club involved, simply head to beat102103.com forward slash club focus to apply now. Club Focus with Eco Solar Energy. The solar experts you can rely on. Make the cleaner choice. EcoSolarEnergy.ie